0: Welcome back to another episode of Once Upon a Stream, your Disney Plus podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Shook, along with my co-host, Megan Mann. Hello! We are still quarantining, and we are back um, with a special guest today. My dear friend, Kristen, is with us. Hi, Kristen.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for having me
0: thank you for joining us and so normally for our new guests we usually talk uh, about what your experience with disney is and like the animated movies and all that jazz and usually some gushing about lion king happens and that kind of thing (laughs) but considering today's topic that doesn't seem quite as relevant so we are talking about jonas brothers the 3d concert movie experience and so In relation to that, I just wanted to start things off. Kristen, what what has your journey with the Jonas Brothers been as far as fandom, obsession, and just general love of of the boys?
1: Well, um, to use one of their songs, it's been a roller coaster.
2: Oh, Uh, that was good.
1: That was good. You (laughs) tied that in. I love that. You know, I gotta, gotta, gotta plug the, the album um started probably gosh i can't even truly remember but um started right before the miley cyrus hannah montana concert um the jonas brothers went on tour with her and i got to go um and from there kind of the rest was history i went to almost every concert i only I, i there was one i didn't get to but i was to to be frank i was obsessed Um, I had posters, I had all the t-shirts, um, they were, they were my boys, um, when I was, gosh, what, 13, 14, um, and then when they broke up, that was devastating, um, and then now that they're back, it's kind of just a mix of nostalgia and new stuff, and it's, it's amazing for me, honestly. <laughs> it's been amazing. It's been a to journey. It. It <laughs> <has>. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, there's just, there's almost no words for it still. I still feel like I'm trying to wrap my head around everything that's happened um, lately.
0: All right. So I'll kind of get into similar situation. Um, so I would say it was like second album was mo- when I was first like exposed to them, because um, that's kind of once they started hitting like you know the Disney mainstream of it all, Um and so really like some songs on there and all of that, and generally like really started liking them, and was like a more like lower lowercase F fan, you know. Um, I still had chill, if you will, and really? then. Yeah.
2: But
1: oh. at least someone did cuz I had none.
2: No, I, <laughs> I'm we, just we, very
1: surprised that you had chill. I we haven't gotten to
0: where the chill was lost.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I I, see s- I
0: started with chill. But then it then 2008 um it just so happened um so i had moved to texas at this point but it just so worked out in the burning up tour they were going to be back in my hometown in california right around my birthday so i could see some old friends that i had missed since i hadn't seen them in like two years and also celebrate my birthday with the jonas brothers all great
2: things. that's ideal right there celebrating
1: I mean, like honestly, that that, that yeah. is the dream so,
0: burning up to her, this was when I turned 15, and that, basically, I went, all chill was lost, hearts for change, <laughs> like, forever in love, like, <laughs> I solidly became a Joe girl and discovered things oh. about my own tastes, and, <laughs> like, Ma- Maddie grew up a little bit that night, and... <laughs> We'll we'll keep it clean here on the pod. And <laughs> then, oh, my audio is clipping. That's going to happen a lot because, as we said, all chill has been lost. We're talking about the Jonas Brothers. Because it's one that. of those things, you know, you see the videos of, like, the girls screaming at the concert. And you're like, well, that's that's just over the top that's that's a bit much like oh i never thought that that's not gonna be me i'm i'm gonna be able to contain myself i'll loudly sing along but i'm not just gonna scream and then
2: that's cute that you had that thought
0: it it really is (laughs) and literally like i'd say 10 seconds have gone by to like the first start of it And I was shrieking and squealing and losing my (laughs) ever-loving mind. And then it just kind of went from there. So Hugh Trayon went and did the next two tours, and that was awesome. And then I was in college um, back in Southern California, and, like, they were doing, like, there was possibly another show coming, like, like there are rumors of another album like they just had a single that was kind of a male reaction to but they were saying hey we're just randomly doing a couple shows at the pantages and my instinct was this isn't good
2: because like (laughs) nick had
0: started doing solo stuff and i was like the writing's on the wall i have to go to this concert right here's the thing LA was about an hour from where I went to college and I didn't have a car. Mm. And so Mm -hmm. I found out I had another Jonas Brothers Obsessed coworker and like basically like begged and pleaded, but like things didn't work out with that ride. So it was at that point, once again, all chill was lost and I basically begged my family to pick (laughs) me up from, from school and take me to the concert. And so me and that's the only one I went with my sister. And while (laughs) You know, my thought was changed about all of the screaming as soon as I was at the concert. Not so much with her, that like afterwards when her ears were ringing, she's just like, "Wow, that's 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 a lot." And that was. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't quite get like the the Joe Bro obsession, but that was like kind of the last finale and it was a great night i remember being so scandalized because like joe said the word sexy and it was like because he was like who's feeling sexy tonight and i was just like oh my gosh (laughs) and just felt like oh i'm so grown up and the jonas brothers are so grown up (laughs) but so this was 2013 and then like literally it was weeks later and they're like yeah we're done and (laughs) my heart was broken and so I was happy that I had that last little remnant and to like hold on to for years and years but then but then Ashley I from the bachelor alerted everyone that the Jonas Brothers Instagram was back up and like I love that I love that
1: work (laughs) ashley i
0: is one of us and we thank her for her service and so i i lost my mind and the like the sucker video was great the happiness begins is so awesome the happy chasing happiness was such a great documentary and i loved it it made me cry and that it was funny of just that at first I didn't realize Kristen that you were mutually obsessive and so getting to share that I, with you of like we just kind of casually slipped it in there and then it just as the conversation went on I'm like oh you're like my level of obsessive
1: <laughs> and so Honestly, I have a, a blanket that has all my old Jonas Brothers concert t-shirts on oh it. I love
2: those those are it's so like
1: quilted cute.
0: and it's 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 wonderful
1: and I don't know how Maddie you didn't see that like right away when you would come to my house unless I hid it um which is it might have been what I did but yeah no I think I think it was a conversation on my couch where I was like wait
0: yeah it was during one of our bachelor watch parties that then I saw the quilt and was like (laughs) "OMG, this is amazing yeah and so Megan as far as you've kind of heard our intense journeys how about you of because I know Jonas Brothers isn't, like, your number one fandom of all time, but... No, that but... You're still passionate.
2: Yes. I still super... I've loved the Jonas Brothers. Like, I have all the CDs, like, physical copies of the CDs. Um,
0: physical media?
2: Yeah, I know. It's so what weird. What was that? I know. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember when I was driving to... Um, or, uh, my mom... Took me in 2007 to get – she wanted to – she didn't want to drive across country with my grandma by herself. So she's like, oh, I'll take you to look at, you know, schools in California. She was never going to let me go to school in California, but that's not the point. She – it was an excuse. And I remember, like, we stopped at one point, and I was like, I really need to get music for when I'm driving. And I bought, like, the High School Musical 2 soundtrack, and I bought (laughs) – And I bought – Um. The Jonas Brothers one with like SOS and all that stuff on it. The self-titled
0: album. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, and
2: it's like a, it's like a paper. Yeah, It's not like a physical like plastic case. It's like a, 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 it's like a paper. It's not paper,
1: but you know what? It's like yeah, it's like it's kind
2: of
0: like what Netflix DVDs used to be sent in.
2: It's like a matte finish. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's kind of like cardboardy and I'm like, okay, this is fine. And so I got that and I like, you know, was so obsessed. But I never got to see them because every time they would come, it would sell out too fast. So, which is why I also never got to see NSYNC, which is like a really hard thing for me to discuss. And like, um, it really still hurts. Um, but we move on. And... (laughs) So I never got to see the Jonas Brothers until this tour. Mm. And it was like
0: the best concert ever.
2: Oh, my God. It was so (laughs) incredible. Like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, God, I really wish I would have been able to see them back in the day. But at the same time, but at the same time, especially after watching these two documentaries in a weekend, I'm like, Oh, I'm glad I waited. No 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 I'm glad no. I waited. <laughs> I'm glad. But I mean I still I've always loved the Jonas brothers and I remember I wanna say I don't You might have been like the second person to tell me, Maddie, that the Jonas brothers were back. You might have been like the second or third person, but whoever was that first person, I was like, you're lying. Don't hype me up. <laughs> don't do this to me. If you're not serious, I'm not interested. Don't do this to me. It's like over the last few weeks when they've been saying that One Direction was getting back together. I'm like, now's not the uh, time. Unless you're serious, don't do this to me. My emotions can't handle it. That's especially rude in quarantine. That is really rude in quarantine. So I don't like it. I can't touch on that either because it'll hurt. But it's still a very open wound. It's been like a couple of years since they... Pr- it's still open. So anyway, but some, I remember then finally like they... Maddie you might have been the person who told me that like... They had announced something, and I was like, what? You said what? <laughs> and i like, oh, my God. I got so pumped, and I even said, I was like, there's no way I'm missing this. Like, when it happens, I'm going. I need the CD. I need to go. And I remember telling my friend, I was like, okay, I have to just let, I have to let fate work its magic, and if I get what is that code uh the pre the oh, verified the fan verified ticket fan. master pre-sale yeah i was like if i don't get that verified uh fan uh pre-sale code i just have to accept it and i have to move on and then i got it and i was like well i'm going to the jonas brothers i am going to the jonas brothers i don't care what i have to do and i like sat there in yeah. my office so i and i, was I like,
0: saw <laughs> two shows on the happiness begins tour and that first one which is when they first dropped the tickets um i'm only slightly embarrassed at the money i spent for those
2: so i was pretty impressed by how much money you
1: spent i was grateful they did a second yeah they did a
0: second go around to some cities and so yeah. dallas was one of them they came we here twice
2: and i even I- told my friend i was like i went the first time where they i don't know how it worked in Dallas but in Chicago they played in two separate arenas oh so, like the same spot home, for yeah so like they played the first two which is w- the one I went to they played it at the United Center where the Bulls play so it's like in the center of the city the second one in December was in like out by an airport and it's a lot huh. more annoying to get to so I was like I might be willing to to drive there I might be willing because this was so good I'm, I wasn't but because I hate driving out there and it's like erroneous parking but I was like yeah no I'd almost drive out here for it I won't but I might <laughs> I we might. still have to have some standards yeah and I was and you know what's really frustrating is they I went to the first of the two nights here in Chicago and that between the first night and the second night is when they had that secret show where you, like, texted them and they texted you back. And I cannot describe how angry I was that I didn't get that text. Like, I'm pretty sure I tweeted some really hurtful things to the Jonas (laughs) Brothers. I was like, how dare you? Honestly. How dare you? Because it was only, like, maybe, like, two or three hundred people who got into that. Yeah. And so, and, like... They had this whole thing that blocked stinks. off. Yeah, they had this like whole thing blocked off, and they're like, this is not for the Jonas Brothers. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I hate when they do that. They do that, and it's rude. So if you're listening, <laughs> Nick, Joe, or Kevin, pull it together and call me. Rude. When, when this is fixed, fix your mistakes, okay? <laughs> fix them. Because I didn't get that text. <laughs>
0: i didn't not not cool also for those listening you may have noticed i know this is a disney plus podcast we are using the 2009 concert movie as basically an excuse to talk about the jonas brothers and the happiness continues concert documentary that was released last week
2: but the 2009 one is on disney plus
0: but the 2009 one is on disney plus so this still makes it valid
2: talking about it so (laughs) boom Welcome, but so we world. will get to some of the specifics
0: <laughs> from the two thousand nine one. But oops, oh, so I
2: got some things to say. Oh, there's so much to say. <laughs> so much.
0: So actually let's let's get semi into it. So first off with Burning Up Tour, one of the favorite things that I love is the super extra concert intro that's like with the whole the orchestra and the fire. Oh my just, god.
2: That orchestra did things to me. <laughs> like, I want I I think I might I don't I think I might have texted you, Maddie, and I was like, bring it back,
0: fully. Like, bring I the hope, orchestra back. I hope if they do actually get to do their Vegas residency, which got postponed due to COVID, that hopefully they have an orchestra this time around because since it's all in one place that it makes sense that they'd be able to do it so right fingers and
2: when you watch this new one nick literally says i want it to be like vegas so when you're in vegas it has to be even bigger than what you've already put around the yeah. country
0: because mm-hmm. i do think like Kristen was saying, like, the stage is kind of, like, the stage from the Burning Up Tour is kind of small now in retrospect. Because, like, ah, the one from the Happiness Begins Tour is, like, huge.
1: It's huge! Well, and let's not forget, the one in between, which I guess would have been the Lines, Vines, Trying Times one, was, like, two stages. 360 in the middle.
0: Yeah, you had the turntable. Cool. Which was
2: awesome.
1: I didn't get to go to that concert, and I really cannot talk about it still.
2: Yeah, I told you, these things, they still they stick with you. And you can't drop them. It doesn't matter how many years have passed, the wound is there. And it's it open. Is. <laughs> yeah.
0: Haunt us till the end of time. But I also, even though it's so totally staged and stuff, of like the bit when Big Rob wakes him up in the morning and you can tell like part of it, it's like partially staged but also you can tell that they're like legit just at that point they're just teenage boys that are tired because it's like four in the morning
2: yeah and, and like, that and, and like there some are know. taking it
0: better than others because like joe was just like oh
2: my god joe's so sitting there, earthquake <laughs> and he'd shake the whole table and I'm like okay, oh my okay. god
1: the adhd
0: we, jumped out
1: the waitress and big rob is just looking at her he's, he's like, like you can go. what are you doing <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's amazing i would be her and I would love to talk about um, where they're staying and how they would not stay there now. Oh my gosh! Because they've, the, you know. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say it because it's
1: gross. Listen, times have. They were
0: staying at a hotel in New York that is running
1: Let's, ju- let's gross, just though. let's
0: just say its TripAdvisor ratings have gone down.
1: <laughs> let's let's just say it's a very well known name. Yep. mm Hmm by but a that man was, that was 11 years ago so a lot has changed
0: a lot yeah Oof. what a time <laughs> right? Seriously. Seriously? that indeed there are moments <laughs> where you like it'll just be like a single shot or something and then you're just like wow 2009 man
2: the 2009 <laughs> of it all is intense yes it's
0: I noticed between this and, like, having National Treasure last episode, we've just been doing, like, a mid-to-late-aughts tour of, we're, we're, we're just feeling things right now.
2: Well, like, if you watch, like, the girls chasing them, and I'm putting massive air quotes around chasing, they might have been, that was staged, I hated it. But anyway.
1: Oh, totally.
2: They were when they were chasing them, you're looking at their outfits, and you're like,
1: ooh. Okay, no, no, no. Nick's outfit was. Nick could do no wrong with those No, outfits. the girls' outfits though. The girls' oh, outfits. Oh. oh um, I will confess right now, totally would have been one of those girls.
2: Well oh, for I sure would have been but in
1: the vest with a decorative scarf that has no purpose. None.
0: I would have a baby doll dress with a t shirt underneath it.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And braces and crying and makeup done to the nines.
0: With a lot of glitter.
1: That's still me, though. So, like,
0: probably turquoise eyeliner. That's what I was really into back in the day. Oh.
2: I feel like everyone went through like a blue eyeliner phase.
1: I don't think I did. Well, then you missed out. Well, I, you know, I still hit the. Hey, the now's the moment. time.
2: Now's the time. It may you know work what? for you now. Quarantine's the time to find <laughs> new things that work. You know what? I will let you know.
1: I
0: will totally do that. <laughs> but yeah there are moments when you like it pans to the girls in the crowd and you're just like i feel called out because that was me and we will share i'm, I'm gonna share a photo from the burning up tour because you will see my ensemble in which is also very too because it was 2008 for the concert that i attended that will be on our official instagram so check us out at once upon a stream on instagram and twitter there is a brief plug there but say, plug yeah it yeah because i had a sequin tank top that it was all like silver mirrored sequins and then i had a top over it that was like sheer and like bell sleeves but it was like elastic at the waist and then like super flowy from there but it was like a really bright tropical print and like big big round sunglasses that were like basically kind of the whole like Lindsay Lohan chic Hillary Duff kind of situation and so it was a time it It was was a a time time.
1: that was 100% but but
0: yeah so you have the big intro with the fire and the orchestra and like I literally can like still hum that instrumental bit even though it's really Mm -hmm. not attached to any of their songs but yeah it's still a part of me but i love that they start with that's just the way we roll because that is kind of a quintessential like quote-unquote old school jonas brothers song yeah and it's just so many good memories
1: so good so many many. and that entrance is like their signature i feel like yes where they just like pop
0: up and then it's like we all die and start screaming as soon as you just even see like and, the silhouette
1: and i don't know what to call the moving thing i call it like a bar almost that yeah because basically
0: the little stage like thing that they pop up the platform then it like raises up and there's like a crane that then brings it out to like the more upstage and so the best part of it is that like kevin and joe are just like standing and playing guitar with like kind of leaning on like the safety bar type thing but joe is like doing like weird squat things and just like literally can't sit still to save his life like it's pretty much besides the hello beautiful sequence he he's like all over the stage the entire concert and i love it because literally you just see like nick and kevin are pretty planted for the majority of the whole thing and yes. just standing there and playing guitar and then joe's just like everywhere and doing high kicks and slides and weird little flippy things and speaking just speaking
2: of those slides i want to know does he have the bad knees now because if you do that enough you're gonna have the bad knees yes, and i need for to know sure.
0: joe still is good i think he like just works out enough and is active that it has prevented the bad knees but nick has bad knees because in happiness begins tour there's thing and only human where they start like crouching to the beach oh my music. god yes
2: i noticed that and so much. they they do it slowly down
0: and then do it in rhythm back up and both nick and kevin can do i mean joe, joe and, and kevin, kevin can do it down
2: and nick's like i'm I'm getting i'm gonna get there soon i'm gonna do it yes. soon i promise you soon <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, and
0: so sometimes he actually makes an effort to try to do it, but, like, most of the time he's just like, no. <laughs> no. And so it's just the, now it's like the phantom joke of, like, Nick's terrible knees. Bless Which his heart. It's so funny,
1: because in Burning Up, I mean, he does do a lot of flips and tricks later. But yeah, he does, just,
0: like, he has, a back handspring, you know? I d-
1: Which I, I didn't know he was a gymnast! I forgot that he did all of that, but it's so funny, because when you watch the first song, you would have no idea, because he seems, he literally just stays in one spot and he seems so serious and in like tense and stressed out <laughs> during that first song there was like oh man which is so... funny because it's
0: that's just the way we roll which is like such a high energy number right. and
1: he's just he nick has always been the serious one he has he's, and he does he's say Mr. that in President. the first one
2: in the second one he's like there has to be structure which is me yes and it is i love that
0: and so that's the interesting thing of really comparing this to um happiness continues is that you can tell that this is like the 2009 one is very much a filtered disney version of themselves yes and so it's oh, not totally. their full personalities because i feel like joe didn't reach his final form and like really letting us see his full self until dnce
2: yes absolutely totally
0: and now as they've reunited that he actually gets to kind of still share that with us but in like the context of doing jonas brothers songs so you get to kind of see like for example just comparing that's just the way we roll which is also in um happiness begins tour and stuff that he's still like more all over the place but it's just a bit more like he's sometimes a bit more relaxed but then also is just kind of weird and psycho and like just all over the place and that now he's like let's be real he curses all the time and usually has some kind of drink in his hand and like him and sophie are just like wonderfully chaotic and i love them
1: (laughs) oh my god that's the perfect way to describe it
2: i just love i love i love them so much like they're the they're you could tell they're the fun ones a bunch
0: Oh, real quick we'll get into just kind of the side thing is that i just love how how different each of the couples are but how perfectly suited for each of the guys like they end up being yes (laughs) because like danielle and kevin they're like the perfect little family and they're just precious and we love them and they're just sweet and nice and normal nick and priyanka are just like gorgeous and aloof and untouchable (laughs) and like just like in designer clothes all the time and just (laughs) stunning and like every frame is a photo shoot you know
1: oh yeah
0: yeah and then joe and joe and sophie are a mess but like in the best ways that they're like they're all over the place and loud and crazy but just like delightful and you can tell that they just they love each other and, and
1: that's the way they roll. That's oh, just the way they roll. But
0: it, yeah, you brought it back around. <laughs> we're we're gonna see how many times we can throw a song title <laughs> pun into this that's because be my new mission. <laughs>
1: yeah. But they are it's it's nice to see them be authentically themselves now. They're around... authentically
0: themselves and like genuinely happy.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. And I would be lying if I didn't say that I was totally watching this two thousand nine concert experience trying to find things as like signs, which you really can't because this is before everything got real bad. But it's also because Disney had such a handle on this. that oh, there yeah. was no way I mean the behind the scenes stuff we can get into later, but it's not really that behind the scene. No.
2: No, and that's the that's ooh, and I mentioned this. Like I bothers me when it's something that you know was put out through a specific lens because Mm -hmm. then through that lens like oh look they're brothers and girls are obsessed with them and this that the other whatever that takes away any sort of authenticity and so then you just have these staged moments and you're like I mean, nothing is really behind the scenes about this. This is a staged moment that you've given us, and Mm -hmm. okay, it's fun, and they agreed to it, but are you even really gaining anything from it, like, about them? No, and that's what's so great about this new one, because when they're sitting there and it's, like, not... The uh, show footage and they're actually talking or interacting or whatever. You're like, okay, you may have been prompted to have this conversation, but it's actually an organic conversation. It is like you it's talking. still it's an
0: interview, but they're being real inside. Right. that interview. Right, yeah.
2: and there's there is that authenticity, and you're like, oh my god, this is what's missing from that other one because yeah. you have these moments where it's like, okay, this is this is great, and like, I I mean. I'm not trying to like I'm I'm not trying to say just one's better say than it. the other but there's I'm just using it as a comparison like with the One Direction concert DVD or concert movie whatever when you see them not on stage and you're just seeing them sitting there talking you're like okay this is real this is like a real conversation and that's why when I was watching the 2009 Jonas Brothers one I was like This is not authentic at all and it bothers me so much because what made the One Direction one so great was that when they weren't on stage, you're like, okay, they're just being themselves and they're being open and you're like, oh my God, this is very endearing and this is something that is real and that's what you want because there's, we live in such a time where you have an idea of someone rather than an actual picture of who that person is and it makes Mm -hmm. it easier to then like get upset when something isn't in line with that image they're giving you which is kind of like like in 2009 when the Jonas Brothers had those very specific rings. No one in their right mind looked at Joe Jonas and was like, that's real. No, it's not.
1: There was nothing
2: real about that.
1: Now, granted, I went to a private Christian school, so we ate that up like nobody's business. So, there was a time where we totally thought it was legit. 100%. I never looked
2: at Joe Jonas and was like, yeah, that's real. (laughs) I feel but in hindsight, now. though, you can see that, right?
1: Oh, one thousand. Like looking <laughs> in at hindsight, it now, it's like, like oh, of course. And like knowing what we know now about Nick and Miley, I mean, I feel uncomfortable even talking about it because that's their business. And right, but that's what
2: to. I'm saying is like they had that image so that when it came out that they weren't really abiding by that okay well then that sort of changed some people's opinions of them because they're like well they're not really being authentic so now when you have those moments where you're like okay this is how they really are you're like well now I can't have it be like oh if they say something similar in an interview you're not like why would you say that that's not aligning with that image that we had before and so I think that's what's really great about the two That, like, I mean, yes, it's an 11-year gap, but it's also, they have a lot more say of the second one than they had in the first one. So they have that option to say, like, okay, now we're going to be real. Now we're going to share things that are real and what we want for other people to hear so that they can actually know us rather than some manufactured image that we were given. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, totally.
2: Okay, good. Well, I feel better now. (laughs) I feel better but i think that is something that like really hits different in the two documentaries is the behind the scenes in the first one you're like okay this is right it's just them moment. literally
1: rolling around on yeah. segways. like that was nothing that what was, nothing. was the point of was nothing.
2: <laughs> i felt like there was God? no point at all for them to just be on segways. like hey sup <laughs> okay <laughs> And I think what the only, then? only behind the scenes things that were real was that like very very last bit where they had that like jam packed schedule and they're like we're entering here and we're leaving here we're entering here and we're leaving here and this is a very small window of time we've been in both in this place in this place in this place in this place and I think other than buying the record. Yes, buying the CD, going into a store and buying that CD, which I remember being so excited. I had to have been maybe like a junior in high school, being so excited to walk into that Virgin Records and be like, oh my God, I'm in Virgin Records in Times Square. Like, this is so cool. I thought it was the coolest thing on the planet. But like to see that, I think that was, like, the only real behind-the-scenes thing that there really was
1: there. No, I totally, I agree. There was, there were, there was very brief moments of them being brothers that looked real, but for the most part, yeah, no, everything, it was like, what, did we just want to play another song and not want to show the actual, it was just weird that that was the, the, the go-to.
2: Yeah, like, bits rather than reality
1: yeah and there there wasn't even a need for that, although honestly watching them go in between all of those interviews and stuff was exhausting. that was so
2: exhausting I although like, i I guess I will say like watching Joe dress up like a cop and like direct traffic <laughs> i'm I mean I'm not gonna say no to that image.
1: no, I remember seeing pictures of that um when, when they were filming that, because, you know, Twitter was a new thing. Oh yeah. When, so we didn't, you didn't go on Twitter to find out things. They didn't have Twitters. So oh, all, we could, do, right, like, all we could do. Oh my God. Right. That makes so much sense. Yeah. So you had to go on fan accounts, like fan websites. Or, yes. Like. And to find things, and they would have pictures from paparazzi and whatnot of them filming things or of them, you know, speculating to date so-and-so. Like, that's how we used to get things. Oh, my
2: God. That is such a blast from the past right now. Like (laughs) Like, I'm I'm just so blown away by the fact that I've wiped that from my brain that you had to, like, (laughs) go through. And, like, you didn't have, like, you have now where you're, like oh, go on Twitter to see where we're doing this secret show. And, like, or, you know, like, make sure you're paying attention to our Instagram or whatever. Literally back then it was, like, word of mouth. Like, oh, my God.
1: Oh, my (laughs) God. And can we discuss, in in the crowd, speaking of this, in the crowd, you have people holding literal cameras. And flip phones.
2: Oh, my God. That was so
1: mind-blowing to, like, remember
2: that time in your life when you're like, oh, my God, they all have silver digital cameras. Like, we all had silver digital cameras. And they're just snapping shots like it's nothing. And you're like, (laughs) wow. Because now you'd have all these people, like, in the new one with all of their phones out.
1: Right. I kind of enjoyed the older one for that is because – a camera and a phone was not in every single shot, whereas in this new one, it totally would have been.
2: Yes. And see, that's one of those, like, advancements in technology that really bothers me about going to shows now is mm-hmm. it's like you see people and they have their iPads or they have their um, cell phones and they're, like, they're just recording the whole thing. And you're like, are you here or are you going to watch exactly. it later?
1: Like Yes, I know. It's crazy. Oh, man.
2: I guess, yeah, that is a really interesting point to make, though, (laughs) is that there were far less people with their phones in the air in the old one than the Right. You smart.
1: You know, it's just – that's one of the things where it's like, man, I wish we could go back to that and be more in the present. Instead of doing it between our screens.
2: Ugh, I know. All right. Okay, let's wrap it up. All right.
1: Okay.
0: And we are back. We just had some technical issues, and so um, blame the
2: quarantine, like I always do. Absolutely,
0: the ultimate excuse. If anything there's anything goes
2: wrong, it's this.
0: Like COVID has to do at least something for us, and providing a valid excuse for things not working is that's that's what we're working with.
2: That's what I'm at. Yeah.
0: So, it was one of those where all of a sudden I was like, wait, neither Megan or Kristen would be, like, rude enough to literally, like, talk over me three times in a row? Like, <laughs> so, maybe something's wrong, because this isn't cable news, we're, we're just excited fans talking about a podcast, so, like we know how to conduct ourselves with decorum yeah. But yeah it is so weird of just like how like fan culture and stuff has changed because i do remember so um really bringing it back to like the late aughts of it all um so my first profile image well, my first two, like, Facebook profile images, because I thought, oh, you know what's going to make it safe for me to be on the internet as, like, a middle schooler? is if, if you my... don't have your face. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, oh, so I'll just do something, like, Jonas Brothers related. And so remember how there was that, like, you know how they did weird internet content before, like, YouTube or really social media was a thing? And they had, like, that one website where it was, like, scratch and com, and it was just, like... It just said that all the website d- did was say scratch and sniff donuts, and then there was a picture of an orange, and like no. that was what? the joke.
1: No, what in the world is
2: no? Okay,
0: That's I'm some seeing early lots
2: nonsense right there.
0: Is this URL still valid? Do they? Oh my gosh. I'm seeing if. Nope, it's no longer a valid. Donate. Honestly, oh, I buy I'm that relieved. Oh, wait! No, it connects to the YouTube video. Oh, this is so great! (laughs) Okay, yes. It's still a thing. If you type in scratchandsniffJonas.com, it takes you to... Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. There is a YouTube video with the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato. Look it up. It's a thing. Oh, God. So, that's a fun little tidbit for you. And then... So that was some real-time research. And so that was my first one. But the second one was the, like, a cool concert picture. They performed at, like, it was, like, Wango Tango or something. And so it was, like, a radio, like, poster in the background of their stage. So it was, like, bright pink. So it was, like, Jonas Brothers, pink. Perfect for Maddie. And, Mm -hmm. but I remember I literally had to go to, like, a Jonas Brothers fan page to download said, like, find and then download said picture.
1: Oh, yeah. Because I first
0: did, like a Google Images Jonas Brothers and then filtered it by the color pink and got that Amazing. image. And hey, you got
2: to do what you got to do. Yeah. Do what you got to
0: do. So that was my Facebook profile before I used my actual face because I thought that would protect me, which <laughs> hey, is.
2: you know what? You got to do what you got to do when you're a kid. You're like, this This is logical.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I had begged my mom for a Facebook because that was going to be like the cool thing.
1: Oh, yeah. You know I am what I am. <laughs> just... That's a deep cut.
0: Score 3 for Kristen. That is a deep cut. You are cut, killing
1: y'all. it. <laughs> that was that was a bit of a stretch, but you know, um... you
0: you do what you can. And so it is funny of like so Megan brought up like the One Direction one, but it definitely was a thing that happened is so really starting with Hannah Montana because it was so hugely successful, there was the 3d concert movie for music artists that teen girls like
1: well so first there was hannah
0: montana then there was jonas brothers then there was justin bieber never say never and then there was was great by
2: the way i would still watch that one like happily
0: But that it it was such just like a thing. And so I really, I laughed out loud anytime there was a like super obvious, this was meant for 3D kind of shot. Oh,
1: Oh, yeah. You know, whether it's Joe
0: throwing his sunglasses or the guitar pick or like,
1: so many guitar
0: picks.
2: Oh my God, that guitar pick that Taylor Swift throws. I'm like, that was really obnoxious in the screen. Now that makes more sense. I feel better knowing that now. It's still obnoxious, (laughs) but I get it now.
0: Yeah, because it's like, oh, this is 3D. <laughs> that
2: made me think of, like, the Muppets attraction at Hollywood Studios. Yes. When they even say, it's 3D. <laughs> Sorry. I tied it back to Disney. It's fine.
0: Like, I, I'm impressed we were able to find a way to bring it to theme parks.
2: Oh, All- yeah. yeah. Always.
0: Always. Also, I, I suspect, Megan is this the first thing that we've watched that you haven't cried in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or yeah. wait, did you cry in National Treasure?
2: No, I actually didn't cry in National Treasure. Okay. I cried in, like, everything else. I was How- thinking about <laughs> that, actually. I was like... Man, I cried like an idiot during Lady and the Tramp. I cried during Onward. I cried during every episode of the Imagineering story. Like, I'm I'm not stable. You
0: even cried during the (laughs) Anna
1: Kendrick Christmas movie. That was terrible. Oh, my God, I did. I forgot. I cried cried... like
2: an idiot during that, too. God, I'm so unstable.
1: Okay, you cried during all of that, and yet when Nick Jonas, a little bit longer
2: okay here's the thing about that though because i was texting my friend and he's like this is for all the broken hearts i'm like nick this is about your diabetes <laughs> don't come at me sideways and say this is for broken hearts this is about your beaties okay he's
1: trying to connect to everyone though
2: no it was about diabetes
1: well yes but he was trying to
2: everyone to who's ever so been that alone diabetes so everyone that who's ever had everyone. a broken heart nick diabetes like i was so i literally texted my friend and i was like no it is 1 in the morning right now and i am not having this lie i am not having it the young nick
1: jonas no i'm well, not since we don't have all diabetes he was see see look at trying to
0: take like a personal song but make it universal and so i have heard from like different jonas fans where they were dealing with other stuff and it wasn't like that specifically but that they were able to like use that to like relate and deal with it. Yeah, but that's just
2: totally. saying like that's why I didn't cry cuz I was like this is about your diabetes. Don't come at me like that. <laughs> oh,
1: I totally got misty, I still.
0: So when getting a little personal here, so when I went to the Jonas Brothers concert in the Burning Up tour, um so like I said I had moved from California to Texas 2 years prior, so I hadn't seen one of my like best friends from, since childhood um in that 2 year period. And so After I had moved, she got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And so it's one thing to, like, you know, hear that over the phone and, like, see, like, a Facebook post and that kind of thing. But it was since I was, like, staying with her and her family that then it was the first time I had actually, like, seen her, like, living with it and, like, having to take the shots and, like, that it was just a constant thing that her mom had to check in with her on and, like, Mm -hmm. that it's just like changes the life of someone that I cared about a lot that then when it got to that song well actually they didn't show it in the documentary but during that concert video they they did a video clip where they talked about like, Nick's diagnosis and how his family dealt with the news and, like, what what that time was like for everyone involved and for those who, like, really cared for him of seeing him go through that and Nick himself talking about just, like, not knowing what was wrong with him, but just that, like, things were off and that just, like, how scary it is to be in a doctor's office and hear news that, like, literally changes your life forever. Yeah. And so they did that. And then they played the song
2: <laughs> and literally
0: both of us just like started sobbing because yeah. it's, it was just like, a re, like this process of realizing of like, it it became personal because like someone I, I knew and really cared for, like was being directly affected by like the same thing. And so, <laughs> but conversely, as far as um, I remember at one point, like she was screaming, like, I'll, I'll throw my like one touch at nick for him to sign and i was like oh that's so great.
1: <laughs> oh my god! but
0: um actually one of the things i was trying to say well if my audio wasn't working when you guys were laughing at the stupid segway uh, montage basically that was just like well nick serious song kind of dampened the mood so we just kind of need to like bring something to like oh totally. get it back to party mode oh yeah and so it was totally. just like play live to party and just have them like being stupid on segways and then we're like Kind of back to normal. Because
1: it's Disney. <laughs> Yay.
0: Because it, Ish got too real.
1: Yeah. Although, okay. also,
0: Kristen and I were commenting in a little bit longer. That was literally the first time and possibly only time I've ever
2: seen Joe Jonas play guitar. Yes! yes. Yes. I thought that was very strange. I was like, what are you doing?
1: I didn't even notice it right away until Maddie brought it up, and I was like, oh. Oh, I, I thought you just realize. were going to say
2: that you never noticed it at all. I was like, you know, they showed it like right up close to him playing it. Right? <laughs> were, you, were you looking at your phone that moment?
1: <laughs> no, I But really... like they've
0: never done it on any other song like literally ever.
1: Listen, and then he cuz like when man. they first
0: got started, Joe played keyboard sometimes, but like um and he never did guitar with DNCE. And so it's just like It makes sense that he plays guitar because they, like, write music and stuff, but you're like, I've literally never seen it.
2: Weird. It is. Mm -hmm. It's really weird.
0: And so, uh, one thing as far as we love our boys, but one thing I wanted to get into is, so, there's two special guests, so let's get into the first one.
2: Oh. Oh, okay. I like the first one. I hate the second one, but here we go. Here we go. Oh, no. I have lots of thoughts.
0: <laughs> okay. So first I do have something
2: nice to say actually about the second one, just so we're clear.
0: Okay. Yeah. But first they so they do the song Gotta Find You, I swooned because it's Classic. like sweet and romantic, and at this point Joe's already taken off his blazer, and so you see his sculpted gorgeous arms and Oh yeah. Yeah. I like so from the next tour, because I got good photos because the the screen at Dallas Cowboys Stadium is insane and so, like, huge, so you can just, like, pan up and get really good shots there, I literally have, like, deep in my iCloud recesses, there's just a photo of Joe Jonas's arms. Like, <laughs> it, there's literally nothing else in the picture. Oh it's just God. arms. I'm not even because, mad at what you're saying. Because I... I have, I have simple pleasures, and that is, that is one of just, yes, 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 sir. And so, <laughs> but anywho, got to find you. It's sweet. It's adorable. And then, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for our friend, Demi Lovato, because she was their opening act. But then, it's not only Demi Lovato, but it's Demi Lovato singing This Is Me from Camp Rock. And bless our sweet baby girl, that she's oh, just... My God. She's just so young and so cute and fresh face and also an entirely different skin color because lol makeup trends now.
2: Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. And see, and I I had talked about this with Maddie that like going back and watching the 2009 version against the 2020 version you're like whoa the vocals oh wow they because yeah nick has always been like a really good singer but joe you could tell he was just like kind of coasting you're like he's he can sing but it's not phenomenal and yeah. um so like you watch the 2021 and you're like boom yes open with those strong vocals that is what i like to hear you've used those 11 years to really grow your voice and like i used again that same sort of uh, comparison to the One Direction one, because, like, none of them were strong enough at all to be solo artists, so that's why they got put in a group, but now they're so strong as artists over time that they can go off and be two of them were successful. Anyway, so, just two out of the five. It's five, just the two, and we all know which two. I don't
1: no. know. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. you could argue three of them are, but let's not get into it. Sometimes because... three,
2: but for sure two. So, <laughs> they... So that's like a thing where I'm like, even with Demi, where you're listening to Demi and you're like, okay, she's a good singer, but she is not in that moment. That powerhouse we have now. So, what I really like is like, well, the biggest thing
0: with Demi is that she had to learn because her voice is so big and that she did like so many crazy notes and stuff and belting is how to manage how to use her voice regularly in a tour setting where you're doing it all the time without completely wrecking your voice,
2: right? And I remember reading, like, even I remember reading an interview with selena gomez and i think it's like right after she dropped selena gomez in the scene like she dropped the scene people she's like bye bye so she said i had to like take some time after that to realize i can't sing from my throat i have to sing from you know like my diaphragm so it's like what i like is that they've used these last 11 years and even demi has too where it's just like they've really honed in Mm -hmm. on like what gives their voice power and I really, because Joe, again, in that documentary, you're like, okay, we get it. You can do the knee slides. You can high kick your way <laughs> into the sky. Like, we get it. It's cool. He's a performer. He is. He yes. is for sure. Because, I, I mean, I've, I saw DNCE open for Selena Gomez. And I think it was. what? Like, yeah. she was. It was oh, like her last. I want to say it was like the last tour that she actually did. Um, which was like maybe four or five four or five years ago something like that it was like oh it was the one where her face was like split on the cover and half was a day of the dead skull and half was her face and it was the one where she was um in a specific pose on the cover Mm
1: Mhm.
2: oh yeah i yeah that's the best way i can say that so um she dnce opened for her and like again he's High kicking around, spinning, you know, jumping, doing all this crazy stuff. But now he figured out how to do both at the same time, which is what I'm appreciative of. So I like To the that. point where he
0: even sings Jealous better than...
2: Oh my God, that was something. Oh, that was something. <laughs> oh, I can't talk about it. So, but Demi, I'm like, I was so happy she was there. But at the same time, I was like, oh man, can't you sing On the Line? Ooh. there
0: there is literally only one live performance of on the line ever and it's out like a weird it was at a skating competition okay really? well that's that's yes. a choice
2: that they made it was like not a competition
0: but like exhibition
2: <laughs> that's worse
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's worse <laughs> but but yeah i i feel like if they could have done anything they should have done on the line because that is one of the most underrated songs that Demi Lovato that ever song. put on any album
1: because okay I'll but tell was people, that album out yet
2: oh I don't know I mean it had to have been because it's when I mean she looked well, the exact same
0: it was so burning up Tour was like in lead up to her album so the album hadn't dropped yet so she was like introducing the songs to people but at this time the only song everyone knew was this is me
2: well, that's unfortunate cuz she should have introduced that one cuz I would have jumped for joy. God, <laughs> that song is so good. But I think of course, this is a Disney documentary. Well, okay, let's let's put air quotes around documentary.
0: Um, well, they don't call it a documentary. They say it's a concert, the concert yeah, experience. experience.
2: So, oh, we we'll experience. With that. <laughs> like I understand why they did this is me because it was Camp Rock and that was another way to tie in Disney. So it was smart on their part to do double product placement, I guess. Because then you showed mm-hmm. Jenny- However, I
0: love with both female guests of just, like, they don't let any of them, like, any of the girls sing, like, into Joe, you know? Oh, They're like, yeah. nope, stand next to
2: each other at a respectful distance.
0: There's Social part- distancing.
2: <laughs> well, there's one part. Where Demi's next to Joe, but it's all four of them are all next to each other. And then there's another part Yeah, they're, like, next
0: to each other, but they're never, like, facing each other.
2: There is a part, though, that he and Taylor are looking at each other while he's singing with her. There is one part where they're looking at each other. Yeah, like, for a split second,
0: and then it's just like, no.
2: (laughs) Right. So, you know what? I just want better for Demi. I want better.
1: She's just so sweet and innocent. She was just
2: starting out, yeah. I know. It
1: was... And it, it was almost like she didn't know what to do with herself on the stage because I felt oh, like she yeah. did the same poses the whole time. And it's just, it's it was so, very awkward. It was. and it, But it, in a way, it was so sweet to, like, see that. And then, well, in a way, see how far she's come. She's had a long road, though.
2: Ooh,
0: it's been um, a long cause one. Because we were saying she she had a lot of life in those 11 years since. Ooh,
1: she's had oh, so a whole lot fun. of
2: life. Ooh, girl. Uh uh-uh. Oh, <laughs> she's had a whole lot of life. Way more than all them put together. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. My girl though. My girl.
1: Yeah, she's yeah. I'm happy she's I, I'm, doing better.
2: Yeah. You know who's not my girl? Oh, it's Taylor Swift. She's not my girl. Here's the thing. What? I will say I will say. Well, I just don't understand how someone can sit there and say I want to bring joy and peace, but then I'm going to write a song called Mean and call this dude pathetic and awful and he's going to be washed up and I'm not and then never take it out of her set. I find that very hypocritical. And then I also find it hypocritical that she can sit there and say, I want to build women up. I want everyone to feel empowered, but it's only on my terms and it's who I choose because then she has a song like Bad Blood, which is essentially just tearing down other women because of a fake made up whatever kind of feud that should have been just settled instead of needed needing to go on for years and then to go so far as to say hey I had nothing to do with that Kanye thing and then to find out that he had recording of her saying it was okay that doesn't sit well with me be honest be authentic be real you don't need to be an image you don't need to sit there and say well I'm gonna do things but only in my way instead of it just being a normal thing that anyone would do but that's not to say that back to December Banger. I would listen to that song every day. Trust me, I would. And I saw her, on, and another thing is that I saw her on the Red Tour, and I just, oh, I didn't like it. I think she's not good live. I think she's really not great live. She writes
0: She writes catchy songs.
2: Yeah, she but does. to say that she's an incredible live performer is not good. A thing. and But here's the thing, though, is when I was watching this, because I was kind of snippy with my friend and I was like, God, I'm really not looking forward to this. But as you're listening to her sing, you're like, you don't even sound like that live anymore. Like, you went the opposite direction of, like, Demi and the Jonas Brothers. Instead of getting better as you went on, you kind of just, like... Got worse because I think that instead of wanting to continue to impress people in the way that the other two do, or like hone their craft, she's banking on the fact that people are gonna come no matter how I sound. They're going to fly. Well, they're gonna sell out I, I think it's
0: part of it is less leaning less on like the singer songwriterness mm-hmm. of like her persona and sound because now she does want to be the iconic pop diva. She wants to be a Britney or a Rihanna. And that it takes away from, like, just standing there and bringing some good vocals, which you have to do every now and then. It's a balance. And that's why there's not a lot of people who, like, do the good vocals and bring, like, the big spectacle, like, tour stuff.
2: Oh, we know that when you go see Britney Spears, you're not hearing many live lyrics. And that's okay. Because she is giving you an experience. You are there for the. That's not feminist. why you go
0: to go to a Britney show. Exactly. Like,
2: you don't go for to Britney for the most astounding vocals you've ever heard. No, you don't. No, you don't. You go because you want to see her do all the best choreography in the world. You go to see Christina Aguilera. If and like a vocals. glitter
0: snake, and like. Yeah,
2: I mean, just but like, and there is that like very small, and it is small window of people who can do both like Beyonce, but Beyonce was also running on a treadmill and heels at 14. So she could sing those vocals while dancing. Like there's a different type of training. Taylor Swift just like went on YouTube, not did what Beyonce did for her entire life. But that's a thing. It's a different
0: like, style of performing, but yeah. like personally I'm ambivalent as far as Taylor Swift goes. It's just kind of a mad, like occasionally there's a song I like, but like I, I, just am not invested enough to really care. Um, but this was just an experience of seeing 2009 Taylor Swift because oh it's just my like, gosh. Who is this person?
2: Pre-Veneers, pre like stylist. The natural hair texture.
1: Oh yeah. If you want to see how things have changed in 11 years, just <laughs> look at Taylor Swift then. I'm not saying that in a negative, but just how much she has evolved um and it's so just the entire look and then also
0: i, I love an early taylor swift in like the first two albums because she's technically still a quote-unquote country artist since she's obviously not from the south that sometimes like she'll put like a little bit of twang like as it's definitely affected, like it's not her actual accent it's kind of like how some pop stars pretend to be british for a little bit britney but... spears
2: britney spears britney spears she pretended, yes,
0: you want a hot body, you want a body?
2: <laughs> oh That came on in a movie the other day, and I was like, oh, no, it, I'm sorry, it was a TikTok, because people are really killing it on TikTok right now. And they she, are. There was a, it was like those flamingos walking around, and it was set to that song, and I was like, man, I forgot that era of Britney Spears, Woo
0: But anywho, instead of trying to be British, she's trying to be, like, Southern, and so and it's not working. It's like. Stranger Things, the songs we used to sing, the smiles, the flowers, everything. (laughs) And you're just (laughs) like... Yikes. It's so great. Because you're just like, that's not how you sound. That is not how
2: you sound at all, girl. Uh Uh-uh.
0: But it's... Should have said no is an awesome song. It like is. so, because she's having all the BS with her record label, which is super shady. Whether, however, you feel about her, that's yeah, that's shady. Business people being shady, groundbreaking, but um, especially
2: in the music industry. Who knew industry. we threw
0: a horse reference in?
2: But especially in the music industry, ooh, it's a shady business
0: but when she does do like because i think she's gonna pull a jojo and do like just re-recordings of some of her old stuff totally and like so when she does should have said no i would want to hear it as just like a pop song because and just like in her actual voice but it's an awesome song and then having joe sing along at like different points you're just like oh it's so great and the one point where they are trying to like interact with each other and it's like like they're trying to be like flirty but not quite and it's just kind of awkward and weird and you're like these are two like awkward dorks trying to be sexy basically and it was not (laughs) working on her end and it doesn't work but it's also kind of adorable at the same time you're just like oh
1: the fact that they were dating and that's the song that was chosen to sing was just perfect to me especially with how everything ended with them It was just perfect.
2: And I will say, though, like, she's only in it because she was dating him, and that's why she was there. Yeah. And, like, she was like, oh, opportunity. Because, like, I mean, say what I will about Taylor Swift, but... She's savvy. She, I mean, yeah, she's... she knows how to work a news cycle. Like anytime there was something bad coming out about her, she's like, "Hey, I baked cookies for twelve of my fans and took them to their house." Like she is savvy. She's smart. She how is. do I see an opportunity? I'm gonna go and be in this movie and get everyone to love me. Like that's she's smart.
1: But she also, she also did a lot of other Disney things, like Hannah Montana Didn't and all she of that. Did she do a cover? Or did I make that oh, no, up? She did- I don't know if she did a cover, but she's in the Hannah no, Montana she's movie. she's in the Hannah Montana movie. Oh, yeah, she is. And she did the You Can Change Your Hair, You Can Change Your Clothes. She wrote that song.
2: Oh, she did? She did, because that's a banger.
1: You know where I learned that? TikTok.
2: Seriously? Because I Seriously. literally – I Maddie, was it you who sent me that TikTok the other day of Margo <laughs> Martindale doing the Hoedown Throwdown? That oh. it was just
0: an interview clip, and
2: it's just okay, so yeah. great. <laughs> and because, because you're just like
0: look. beloved and well-regarded
2: character actress
0: Margot Martindale, full on doing the hoedown throwdown. That
2: because it's amazing. funny, because like I want to say it was like two or three days before Maddie sent that to me that I went ham on the <laughs> Hannah Montana soundtrack. I did the hoedown throwdown <laughs> in my living room, and "Always Find Your Way Back Home" is my favorite song from that movie. So I cannot believe that I mean, because we don't include. That's one of those things where you don't include The Climb because everyone would say that their favorite song from the movie is probably going to be The Climb. So you just exclude mm-hmm. that because that's one of Miley's best.
0: But <laughs> Let's Get Crazy is my favorite from that soundtrack.
2: I love Always Find Your... I didn't know she wrote it.
1: That's... I mean, I haven't verified that. I but it Right now.
2: To, right now. According
1: to TikTok. To she the Google. Who wrote she wasn't. So she's... Always Find she... Your Way Back Home? And she had that squeaky clean image still that was very popular. So she was a natural.
0: Songwriters Taylor Swift, in Johnson. Wow.
2: Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is so crazy. Sorry that we went off on this little bit, but go on. It was
0: a journey of references, too. It
2: was a journey. <laughs> And I think
0: one of the things that that I do love about watching the 2009 concert is some of the, like, deep cut songs that you don't really get to hear in, like, stuff. So we got to hear, like, Video Girl and B.B. Oh, I know. That was
2: so wild to hear that soundtrack.
0: So one of the things they love about Jonas Brothers songs sometimes is if they're... And I was talking about this with Kristen. So if they had, like, relationship issues with one specific brother that, like... The other brothers would write the song to like let them air it out but that way it's not directly linked to like the wronged party or the person involved so it like
1: As takes the heat off them
0: but that way they can still be petty and so video girl is about this girl that like took advantage of kevin and so they all hate her oh that's and- so sad <laughs> yeah it it really is if you were to so- take
2: advantage of one that would be him
0: and so <laughs> like because that song is like Heady, and it's like really mean, but like in kind of the best way. And yeah. so,
1: do you remember that girl from the Camp the blonde from Camp Rock? Yes. On the soundtrack, she does the. She, she does the. Do the oh,
0: did you hear? I'm dating a Jonas brother. It's so hot. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was really able to say that right off the bat, which is a fact <laughs> about me.
2: <laughs> okay so she did okay so not only did she write that Hannah i okay see now we're seeing why she was more so in it but she said, i forgot there was another banger by her on that soundtrack her early stuff i will credit fully but she did the song that's in the movie called crazier and it's that really sweet yeah. ballad yeah 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 yeah. What? Oh, forgot about that song it's so good
1: <laughs> it is Ooh, there we go but
0: yeah so video girl was awesome and then um bb good is one of my favorites that i was so happy that they did that in happiness continues as well and then but i love that like it's very obvious that joe didn't remember the talking part so like in happiness (laughs) continues he's like who remembers the talking part
1: (laughs) i know so (laughs) how he doesn't remember these songs because I can remember them and I haven't, you know, listened to them in quite a few years. So if I can remember them, Joseph, you should be able to remember them too. I'm sorry. I just...
2: I don't know. He talks like a lot about how much fun he has with specific beverages. <laughs> um, true. So like maybe... And
0: other substances. So, <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: so maybe true, like... True, true. It's not...
0: Yeah, and especially at that, like, the small venue that they did, you could tell they had already partaken at that point. And so... But it made it just kind of relaxed and fun. So I I did love when they played that smaller venue for some of the stuff in Happiness Continues.
1: Um,
0: And so just kind of seeing the, like, the back and forth between then and now is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. But also, like, so two of my other favorites... That were in the two thousand nine one that didn't really get done at like newer concerts and stuff.
2: Is it when you so, look me in the eyes because that's my jam?
1: Oh, I can't. That I can't. I I honestly can't even listen to that song because it, I it brings back so many memories and I I get too emotional i love that song too i love it so, so much there's some jonas brothers
0: songs right now that are just like so romantic that i can't handle it and so then i just like yes. start crying and feel forever alone and you, then you're just like am i ever gonna get like for and kind of that kind of romantic love and so like when you look me in yes. the eyes and hesitate are kind of where we are with oh, that yeah mm-hmm. because hesitate just murders me and so
1: <laughs> can we also discuss how old were they when they wrote when you look me in the eyes at least under the age of 20 Yeah, yeah,
2: but they, I mean, you do have Nick saying, like, when I fell in love with Miley Cyrus, like, it changed everything, and I'm, like, well, one, that's cool, but, like, you're still writing very adult songs.
1: (laughs) Right. As a
2: child.
0: Because, bringing it back, like, so, one of the other deep cuts that they perform is Can't Have You, and, like, that's, like, a great love song.
1: I, we were talking, Maddie and I were talking about this, and I told her, I love this song because Nick, it's almost like he loses, he's in the middle of losing his voice, and it's so raspy, and it's, I just, I love the way his voice sounds in that song back in 2009. He goes for it, because
0: like in the concert, like he like goes on his knees, oh, and
1: you're just does. like,
2: so tell it's- me what you're fighting for because no that's truth me so much it truly mm-hmm.
1: seems like he's hurting and it's let me tell you 2009 Kristen was all for, <laughs> for it. it for it. I was team Nick um she was a Nick girl I was I was a Nick girl I am I'm now just a Jonas Brothers girl in general um
2: I feel like now it's more interchangeable whereas before it was like a favorite kind of thing but I mean yeah
0: oh there's still preferences like so <laughs> there are
2: um, oh for sure because there are some moments where i'm like dang joe sup but then other times you're like hey because i was very selective doing? in the
0: the video footage i took of the happiness begins concert because there's one where it's like joe's not even singing and he's just like just being himself of just like doing weird little hop things on stage and that's what i have the camera on in that moment it's like (laughs) obviously not the focus of attention but in my videos yes he is
1: that is so funny
0: but they're great i love them and so yeah hearing can't have you is was awesome and like pushing me away was like such a moment oh
2: i love that song so Mm -hmm. much
0: and then like That they had the big like orchestra moment before it too, because that was kind of like their like act two break essentially in the concert. Bring back
2: the orchestra.
0: (laughs) And so, not included in the concert movie of the Burning Up tour, but in the soundtrack for said movie is the live version of. So they covered Shania Twain's "Gonna Get You Good."
1: So good. So So good.
0: So good. So
1: good. So good.
0: And there's good Nick and Joe moments in that, and that's that's an important one for Maddie, that she liked that one a lot. <laughs> and so honestly,
1: I don't know that I can pick a, like a bad song from like the old Jonas because I like, I look at every song and I'm that like
0: that era is just fantastic.
1: It is. Like I'm like oh I love that song, oh that song's great, oh that song's amazing, oh I love that song. Oh and yeah, you they're just all. They're all just so good. That's probably also because nostalgia, but you know. Yeah.
0: Also, something of just like, wow, it's a different time. Can we talk about the lack of security?
1: Oh my yeah. gosh. Did you? Because
0: guys see... concerts are not like that now because, like, the pit seating and stuff, they are literally against the stage.
2: Yeah. And, like, able to, like, stage. touch
0: Joe's hair and stuff. They are
2: very close. They are very
0: close. And like Kevin walks in the crowd at one point and you're just like, yeah, that would not happen. No. Even with like security people, it's just like, no. Because like when they transitioned from A to B stage in the current tour, that they were literally flanked by like five dudes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And from there, there was still like a barricade and then there was still three feet and then like where the
2: people were. Oh Which yeah, is how I
1: mean, it's hard today.
2: Yeah, because like there was um I went and saw because it's the same it's on the same par with the Jonas Brothers. I went and saw Sean Mendez last year and he oh. runs from one stage to another stage and he literally he had so much security but then still said, "Wow, I almost lost my shirt there from you guys pulling at me." <gasps> like he's like, That's "I'm amazed crazy. I still have a shirt on." I know. So it's like at the same time, though, security is much different now because you wouldn't have them up against the stage like that anymore. It wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, well, I guess at, like, Beyonce and Lady Gaga, they're kind of up against it.
0: Well, now, like, pit seating, there's usually at least, like, th- usually about, like, a three-feet space so that way they can reach up and if the artist wants to reach out and like do like a hand touch they can but the person can't like lean over and grab said performer
2: right and i think that had a lot probably to do with like the jonas brothers and like the rise of one direction and everything because it's like these people are literally getting you teenage
0: girls don't give No, Like, there are no Fs given. Because then they show, like, when they were doing, like, the press day in New York, and, like, the girls were just hopping the barricade, and, like...
2: Oh, my God, that stressed me out so much. Oh, my God, that stressed me out.
1: Okay, this, you guys talking about this, first of all, there's the girls that jumped the stage that they put as, like, bloopers or whatever at the end of the credits of the Disney concert experience, which was bizarre. But then, this just made me remember, do you guys remember it came out? that there were um like fake I don't even know what to call them, like fake band cases or something that the Jonas brothers each had their own and they that they got like rolled through things so no one knew that it was actually them in there.
0: Yeah. Oh I remember yeah. that.
2: Oh yeah no I think that's
0: so that I'm... was that was in the world tour is how they did that. Oh I think because that's the smartest the... thing on the planet the rotating stage um, was in the center of the stadium and there was no easy path for them to get get underneath and inside of it to do their entrance and so they literally did like basically band cases where like stereo equipment would be stored so they're just like giant like four to five feet boxes that they would stick them in and just like crouch down and get in there
2: jeez louise it's wild. <laughs> oh,
1: it's just what a time!
2: What a time is right.
0: What a time!
1: <laughs> like, yeah. And then not even, not even like the lack of security, but then if you look at the outfits, Ooh, I felt like them you outfits. could make. I felt like you could make a drinking game out of every time you see a vest and a decorative oh, scarf. Oh, vest.
2: Because Demi only, even had a vest on.
1: Yes. Exactly. Demi had a one. I think Nick had one at some point. Every single Joe girl. had one on
2: over his burning up t shirt.
1: Yes, oh, the sparkly nice. vest. Yep. Oh man. We all had those vests. Oh yeah. In.
0: Because somehow that was fashionable. Fashion. <laughs> and that like Nick is in like a three piece suit in the first part. Why? And, like that's so
2: hot. Not like hot. <laughs> like ooh, he looking good. No, I'm like no, physically hot. The layers. Like no, I'm physically hot up. for him. Like oh my god, I'm sweating. Yeah, because he's basically
0: you. in like the tan Obama Easter suit.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then like the big reveal moment is just that he takes his blazer off so it's still like a dress shirt and tie but okay. what's funny is then like the act two part of it he's in just like a v-neck t-shirt and jeans and nick jonas would not be caught dead in just no. a t-shirt and jeans now in no. any kind of like public capacity no. because now like all of his tour outfits because there's other points like over happiness begins and stuff where like joe and kevin would sometimes wear like a t-shirt under their suit jacket and stuff so then when they take it off it's just easy breezy all of that but even then nick would do like some kind of suit shirt that was sleeveless or something like that like because it was always just like top fashion that yeah nick nick loves his labels and that Every time he's on stage, it has to be a head to toe look, and also kind of a thirst trap. And so, because <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. even though he's happily married, he still likes that people like how he looks. Oh yeah. Hero.
1: Oh yeah. But he, uh, his looks were my favorite on this 2009. Like his his whoever styled him as as burning up as I'm sure he was in that suit. Um, it was. Oh, and then when they're in Central Park singing "Love Will Find Its Way," or oh my god, that love. was
2: so sweet!
1: I it's love just that song. Sweet. I love that song. Joe should not have been in a bow tie. I don't know who came up with of that idea.
2: That was a that was a choice that they made. Um, because not only is he <laughs> in a bow tie, but his shirt is untucked, which then negates the like classiness of the bow tie. It didn't. Yeah. Didn't work. <laughs> but, but the cop uniform it. did.
1: The cop uniform did it, it all.
2: Let me tell you.
1: Nick's outfit was spot on but then like I just kept thinking and I said this and I was like how many hours did they have to pretend to play this song in Central Park?
2: Seriously! Well they probably so- didn't have that long
0: because it is Central Park and like even though it's Disney like that's still expensive
2: Yeah but like- God bless anyone who was like it doesn't matter what Joe wears just toss him a tambourine and he'll be fine <laughs> just toss him the tambourine cuz i i feel like every time joe didn't need to be singing he's just like
0: yep tambourine. Joe and his tambo it's a thing
2: i'm but here for
0: it but i also love of just like cuz i don't know if it's just like there's more fans on stage now or something cuz they just they don't sweat nearly as much of like in like the older tours they're just like a sweaty mess like right. by and the I, end of it i feel like and-
2: that's something though that has changed i guess because like you have are they wearing like
0: setting spray with their makeup or something to like help mitigate some of that or
2: i also think it's just like it's been 11 years and like people have like been adding like ways to maybe like like the fabric alone like the fabric of what they're wearing is probably different like those suits in the new one you're like those are not as heavy as the ones in the first one they're not that is a lighter more breathable fabric so it's like a fabric and then b just like aeration yeah like i feel like
0: but i love just in the 2009 especially because that was a flat iron era for joe that then yeah. like his hair just gets curlier as the show goes on oh, because yeah. at some point he's just like i give up
1: also it did not when nick's doing a little bit longer it doesn't look like he's wearing like any makeup Has he no, because see he's like red-faced his... He's red, and you can see all of his moles. Yeah. Um, which I assume now he's had removed, which Probably. is creepy that I'm even realizing that. but. Listen, um, he wanted
2: to get rid of the possibility of skin cancer. He was merely taking care of himself.
1: There you go. There that, you
0: go. That's what it is.
2: Absolutely.
0: But also, Kristen and I were joking, so Hello Beautiful is one of my favorite songs. So good. So, so like, good. When they did this this tour, it was a moment. But literally, them being on the like the raised platforms, it's the only time the entire show that Joe stays still (laughs) because he he, literally his life depends on it.
2: We we were talking about that too when you because I was like he's literally standing still and is like he's not finding the note. And but even in that part, he's literally still standing still, and you can see him. He's like I want to move, 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 I want to move. Yeah it was
0: intense but i love it and that like so when they did that song when i heard it in concert july 17th 2008
1: i like i love that
2: we love the precise date we love that
1: even i don't remember the date
2: these are
0: facts of just things that i remember and so because it was Jonas Brothers, and then like two days later, I saw Mamma Mia that weekend. Like, yes. it was, it was oh, that is yeah, an ideal weekend. One.
1: That is a good, week.
0: yeah. But because um, my cousin was really nice, and he thought The Dark night would be too scary with me, so he went with me to see Mamma Mia. Instead. Oh, that's sweet. It really is. And there's the only time he rolled his eyes about it was during SOS with Pierce Brosnan singing,
2: which ooh, I'll give Well, we all
1: rolled our eyes Oh so. Yeah, We can't get into James Bond being in Mamma Mia. We just can't.
2: He can't find the note, okay? He can't find the note. He's great as that character, but ooh, not when he's singing.
0: No. But that's where, like, can we just let some celebrities lip sync? It's okay. Please, like, for the love of God. But anywho... Hello, beautiful. It's just—it's so pretty. It's so romantic. Like, oh,
2: it is by far one of their most It's going to play during my—it's in my
0: wedding reception playlist. Like, it's happening, and that. So literally, we're we're getting real here of showing like level of obsession. So, um, because this was from the second the self-titled album. So along with the actual album, they also released. Um, where they just had the instrumental tracks for all of the songs. Ooh, so awesome. I had Hello Beautiful and then the instrumental of Hello Beautiful. So I listened to both of those from the night of that concert to about my junior year in college every night before I went to bed. Because about wrong my junior year in ho- college is when I gave up on having a consistent sleep schedule. And so...
2: <laughs> we all have it at some point, we lose it.
0: Yeah. And so then. But literally, I so basically, yeah, about five years of literally every night before I went to bed.
2: I support that.
1: Hey, it's a great song.
0: So part of it, like now when I listen to it, like, I like, it's romantic, but then it also just makes me like completely chill because I associate it with like going to sleep. Right. (laughs) And so it's almost like a Pavlovian response, but you know what's not sleepy and like totally amped up is the grand finale of burning up
2: god Uh, if you don't go off during burning up I don't want to talk to you we can't be friends we can't be
1: friends honestly honestly through this entire concert experience there were so many times where I was dancing you know in both shows like even in the Amazon happiness continued like I couldn't help myself oh I danced the whole thing yeah, like, you just dance. Because, one, these songs are amazing, and everyone that was sleeping on them, shame on you.
0: Oh, yeah. Shame.
1: But, like, you just... Yes, especially Burning Up, because it's Burning Up, and you got big rap. Big <laughs> for real, and that's no lie, guys. Oh! No oh, lie. Oh!
2: That was good. That was good.
0: Like, the big rap of it all is awesome, the, the fire pyro, like
2: oh my god they're actually doing the red dress (laughs) that was my favorite one of my favorite parts of the new documentary when he's like yeah so our pyro guy he only has like one eye so it's like 50-50 but like he's a good pyro guy I was like (laughs) (laughs) because personally I'm a big big fan of anytime someone has fireworks or explosions during their set like I I will ooh that is a hill I will die on. Give me fire, or I'm probably not interested. So, like, when they did this new tour, and I'm sitting there, and that first time they did the fire, I was like, this is everything. This is what I came here for. And they had, like, oh, they had so many good fireworks. Ooh. The Love Bug oh, Pyro so is one of my favorite you, things ever. What oh, did yeah. you
1: do when Burning Up was played then?
2: Oh, I. it was, it was everything.
1: Because there was, I mean, fire was just. Series Everywhere. fire. It
0: was okay, Kristen. Do you remember the the Dallas, like whatever city it was the town hall meeting? Was it for Dallas or somewhere else that you sent me about oh like gosh. the concerned like dude that didn't want them to have fire at their I'm, like venue? Honestly,
1: I feel like it was Florida. I don't know why. I feel I, like... I, I'm probably wrong. Florida sounds right but about.
0: there's like this southern town hall meeting where he's like i don't care that it's the jonas brothers it's not safe to have fire and pyrotechnics at this venue and so but like they got outvoted because it's the jonas brothers and we need the we need this pyro and special effects but it's this video of this dude of just the way he says jonas that you're just like it's great but so that's awesome that I love that I still highly remember like the instrumental breaks when they do the like giving it up to the different people of the band oh yeah like I still remember Garbo's riff also Garbo doesn't get enough praise because Garbo is also highly attractive and that I'm like it was so sad in the Happiness Continues documentary when he was oh. talking about like working a store and like sleep sweeping the floors and hearing superstition and thinking I played that with the Jonas Brothers with Stevie oh. Wonder and I'm like why is he working in a store? Why didn't y'all take care of Garbo? Like
1: well, but now they are. That's what they I are. think. I love about this group t- is most of their band that was with them in 2009 is still with them in some capacity. Um, and most of them also, I don't know how this is possible, do not look very different. like Mama and Papa Jonas, I don't think they age. No. they look exactly the same. I agree. And I don't know what the secret is, but I would like
2: it. having four very success or three very successful sons.
1: <laughs> yeah
2: age <Made> to Frankie.
1: <laughs> well, hey, he he's still young. he's got time. But until then,
2: she has three very successful <laughs> sons. So they're yeah. probably fine. They're like, we don't have to worry about them. They're all married. Yeah, because apparently is fine. Frankie's going
0: to school to study music production. So...
2: Hey, he oh. behind the scenes.
0: Yeah.
1: It is. I mean, yeah, exactly. And it is such like a family... It is truly now family first, which I just... I really admire and I love and I feel like in a way we have all grown up together
0: yeah and that's the thing of like when they talk at the end of happiness continues of like where Nick's like in a way like we're their boys and we want to make them proud
2: and you're like yes you are and we are proud (laughs) I love that difference um, where like not Nick sorry Kevin talks about it where he's like it's such a different fan experience now where like before it was like literally when they, when they show them in the 2009 one and they're walking out and girl they're like giving people high fives and girls are like jerking their arms back and they're like oh my god this was awful but then in this one in the new one he's like it's just very chill now they're like hey you guys gotta go to bed it's cool we get it
1: yeah. Because that's where yeah, I would I, be.
2: If I saw them on the street, I'd be like, listen, I'm tired from just being there. I can't imagine what it was like being up there for you. So, like, it was cool meeting you. Glad we had this little chit-chat. Let's get a quick pic. And I got to go to bed.
1: Yeah, there are girls that work at Barstool. And they're i wouldn't—they're pretty close to, like, the Jonas Brothers. Or, like, they've been to a lot of shows to the point where the guys recognize them. And so do the wives. Um, And, like, they've gone out with them, like, after shows. Mm -hmm. And they're just, like, these... They're just so... The Jonas Brothers themselves are just so chill now. It's like, yeah, Yeah. whatever, let's go for a drink. If you
0: can be chill, then they're, like, happy to hang. And so... Exactly. Like, I think it's really cool. um, So I think her name's Melissa. Like, there's this one fan on Twitter that she well you know how like crazy it is to run like a seriously well-regarded like fan account that does like daily updates and stuff but she runs two very successful ones so at first she did like on twitter i think it's like joseph j updates or something where it's like just joe stuff but then and partly through in ironically in 2013 she started the account Jonas concerts and (laughs) it was following like the proposed tour that was going to happen in like she covered like the Pantages shows and then like but she still kept the account alive of like just reminiscing on old stuff while they were broken up and now she's been like super active during this whole thing but it's cool like they follow her on social media now and like they've done like like chatted on Instagram live a few times and that like she like the first fan request during the happiness begins tour was like the song that like she personally requested and so like that they did can't have you at the miami show and you're like that's awesome and so it's you can tell they like genuinely care about their fans but seeing the 2009 movie versus happiness continues it's just it's a different dynamic it's everyone's more relaxed and everyone's happier and that just oh yeah yeah totally and it just makes you happy as a fan.
1: Yes. And it makes me happy that they're back and that they are in such a good place. And I'm almost, I'm almost worried in a way of like, please just make sure you guys are good. Like, yeah. don't feel like you have to do too much. Just, just look, make sure look after you guys yourself. are good. Yes. Because I want this to continue. So
0: last thing, just to wrap it up, um, I'm going to do just a little round table because this has been a really fun discussion. So... This is gonna be hard, but I'm going to ask favorite song off uh, like not favorite, cause you know we all know the big ones. So do like your like deep cut favorite one from the latest album, and then one from any of the previous older albums. And so, Kristen, I'll have you go.
1: Oh man, I don't. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, because I don't know, like just.
0: Yeah. so just of like so y'all check out the music like ones that aren't singles are like super well known and stuff so first off from the latest album um because you can tell like because as i said like they've kind of merged the music styles of like nick jonas's solo stuff um dnce and then just like the jonas brothers vibe all into kind of one thing but with like a fresher take but you can tell some songs have more of one influence than others and so one of the songs that is more of a dnce vibe um that i really like is happy when i'm sad off of um happy <laughs> happiness begins and so basically it's kind of a depression bop
1: but because <laughs> like
0: the song is just like super fun and like has a great beat and you kind of groove for it but it's really just kind of talking about how like you know sometimes everyone like thinks you're like super happy and stuff but really sad on the inside but like hey we're gonna dance and just like i'm really good at faking it so that's where we're at right now and so it's it's a mood like we've all been there and so it's because it's just the weird like juxtaposition of like happiness and sadness at the same time in a really fun pop song and so highly recommend that and then i would say for like some of the like, deep cut from, like, the original albums and stuff from the first run of Jonas Brothers, that off of Lines, Vines, and Trying Times, there's a song called Much Better, and like I said, I I like when the Jonas Brothers are a little petty, and so...
2: Sometimes you just gotta be really... You just gotta really lean into that.
0: And so, there is, like, the initial lyrics are a bit petty towards Miss Taylor, but also the instrumental break in it is so lines vines and trying times had a lot of heavy horn sections and like there's a saxophone solo that is like awesome Mm -hmm. and so yeah happy when i'm sad and much better check them out and highly recommend Kristen or megan do you have picks
2: um i guess yeah i really even though they're like more well-known songs i will say that like pushing me away as just like such a good mmm I love the music in it yeah I love it's it. good so... and it's
0: like it gets kind of aggro which is kind of fun and... yes
2: I love it so much and even though it's a crowd pleaser I have to say how much I do genuinely love Lovebug like I was, oh, I I was driving song. to the show with my friend and I was like I swear to God if it doesn't come up on this tour I want my money back I want to hear it and like <laughs> when they went into it I just was like oh my god I'm so at peace this is so wonderful and then I mean I can't oh I can't lie I will bop till I drop to year 3000 like, oh yeah I can't I can't, I can't it's such a dumb song.
0: It's so dumb. It's so. So legendary. I don't think they need to do it every tour, but like, it's fun.
2: It's literally so so stupid, but I love it so much. It's so dumb. So I really can't stress how dumb it is. So, do you have a
0: song off of Happiness Begins?
2: Yes, Happiness Begins. Um, I love. I, oh God, I love all of. I love Happy When I'm Sad. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I think that. All right. Seconded on yeah.
0: Happy When I'm Sad.
2: Yeah. but I, then, I'll, then I'll take
0: the time just to shout out. Second song, um, Strangers, is really good.
2: Yeah, and mm. then, I mean, I really do, obviously, like, very seriously, even though it's not on... Every time What a Man Gotta Do comes on, I blast it on the radio. I'm oh like, my god, I'm gosh, ready that for song this is moment! Oh, it's so good! Oh, it's so,
1: good.
2: so good. Oh, it's, it's so a lot good. of fun. Oh, wait, didn't they? Didn't. Was it Joe? Didn't he? No, they did. They did a cover of Poor Unfortunate Souls from The yes, Little Mermaid, did. and that, Yes, they did. We're going to go with that being my deep cut. <laughs> I forgot about... Because I'm sitting here, and I'm like...
0: Also did. deep cut. They also did Pirate's Life for me. Yes.
1: Oh, uh, yes. yes. Didn't they do a Beatles song, too? Did they? They did a Beatles song. They did one. I know they did.
0: Yeah. Um. They performed they... it at the White House. Um. I can't remember which one. Oh, I, I don't either.
2: know. But I, I will say, like, I love their cover of poor unfortunate souls and if they want to throw that into the set list like <laughs> first of all no one would be mad also everyone both with their christmas songs along. everyone would be like yeah little mermaid it's my girl ariel i love her too let's sing it together <laughs> like oh my god that cover was amazing yes that that's my deep cut yeah, I I, I, there,
0: I think there's too much bad blood between them and Disney, but like I I, I kind of wish they would have been a part of the Disney gotten... family sing along. Oh,
1: I, I know they, I I think they've gotten there. I I think they're in a better place with it than they were. Do you, does anyone remember Joe's letter? Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, that's like a thing with like Miley Cyrus. Like she burned that bridge so so hard. She torched it, burned it to the mm-hmm. ground, like buried it. But. Homegirl will still go to Disneyland and talk about how much she loves Disney. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. You know,
2: it's just they won't ever associate with her again. But that's not the point. That's not the point. Everyone knows the impact of Hannah Montana.
1: That's so
0: true. That's
2: true. Everyone. So I think okay. yeah, you know, if they wanted to throw that in, that'd be fine. And if she wants to throw in, you know, some Hannah Montana songs, I'm cool with that too
1: she'd be wise if she did
0: okay so Kristen what are your
1: deep cut things? I am struggling so much with this I pulled up all the albums on my iTunes because I'm and then like oh, that song. oh wait, no, that song. that's on oh we know that's on. that's what, what I was just song. doing I was
2: just scrolling through and I was like man all of it
1: so if you're okay, fast about it you can
2: do stream of consciousness
1: happiness begins honestly my favorite uh, only human and then I honestly, I'm going back. Pop icon back Max in-
0: Martin, they finally collabed. It's great. I,
1: I, I also have to say, I believe. And then roller coaster, and then come back. I just all of roller coaster is so
0: good. I wish it would have been a single. And yeah. like that song just makes me feel things, and especially so. Um, Amanda, who was la- on our episode last week um, for National Treasure, um, she. Um went to the f- first time I went to the Happiness begins concert with me, and it was a great moment of just like highlighting like our years of friendship and stuff because like especially in the lyrics, um those days when we were broke in California, like
2: mm-hmm. she
0: was once at a target with me where I got the text that there was only fourteen dollars in my bank account, so we had to leave target
2: <laughs> so because <laughs> that's target's a place where fourteen dollars is not enough,
0: and yeah. so that I was, like we've been through it and so like through the up and down so it's i kind of like that it's a great friendship song and but also just talks about like really the fan journey of loving the jonas brothers but yeah so anyone who other deep cuts from like earlier stuff
1: so deep deep cuts from their very first album it's about time 705 and please be mine please be mine oh such good songs. okay
0: so part of me i really want them to re-record please be mine as like men because yeah. it's so great but there's moments where like you like Nick singing and you can tell it's a child and you're just <laughs> like I want to hear this song from a man right and, yes. that's, and so
2: that is one thing that like re- yes Nick has always been a very strong singer but to hear how deeply his voice changed just like the mm-hmm. t- the tone not the talent because the talent's always been there but that how it deepened ooh. Yeah. No, he got song.
0: his lower register and you're just like, "Those yes, songs, Some yes. of
1: them songs changed. Oh, so much. And then, on, uh, honestly, every song on Jonas Brothers, and their self-titled album and then every song on a little bit longer. But if I'm going to highlight just one, because y- this is torture, um, Take a Breath on the self-titled album is just... A classic? It's a classic and it's so good and it came on one day when I was really stressed and I was like, oh this is just what I needed. Um, It's just, there there are so many good songs. I I feel like I'm really letting the other ones down. Um, But those are my, right this very second, the ones I'm going to pick. All
0: right. Well, I think that wraps it up. So we've properly gushed, I think, for about an hour and a half. So (laughs) that'll do it. And so, Kristen, thank you so much for coming on. That thank we you definitely guys for need having you me. to come back to talk like real Disney. But just for some Jonas Brothers gushing is pretty great. <laughs> or we might have you come back to talk the Camp Rocks because oh, that might I am
1: be, Although be a down. thing don't... that needs to
0: happen. It's, cr- it's cringy, but. It's
1: so cringy. I'm going to have to mentally prepare for it for the second one for sure.
0: For sure but we will we will get there that's in the future and so thanks again so much for listening to us once again check us out at once upon a stream on twitter and instagram and also if you want to support the podcast that help us um, grow and be able to keep this sustainable that there's also some cool perks on patreon so that's patreon.com slash once upon a stream and so those are monthly donations as little as three dollars a month and the highest tier is if you're if you're really awesome, that's at $10 a month. And so we do really appreciate you. Thanks again for listening and stay safe out there in all this quarantine craziness. But bye. Bye.